Hey everybody, I have a guest that I wanted to introduce you to today, Timothy Harrington from Rockaway, New Jersey. And I wanted you to talk about what happened to you and to your son over the last couple of days. My son was, one goes to NGIT, one goes to Seton Hall. Part of the requirement for them was to be vaccinated prior to coming back. And they, you know, they're pushing and pushing. I wanted to wait till, you know, obviously September till more data came in. And again, the requirement and the push came and they went and took, one took the first shot, he's fine. He, and the second, the one that's having the problem at the second shot, he had the obvious, the obvious reaction, which uh, was his myocarditis or however you say it properly, but probably about 20 hours after he got the shot. So, I mean, I was on it already and I started medicating and stuff like that. And I hate to see what happens if you aren't on top of it. And uh, I was just, the, the problem I had with the whole entire process was, why are we, this is a test vaccine. I'm not anti-vax and just clear it up. I'm not on a political PC either here. I, I just, this is the one sector of our society that is least affected by this virus. And to make it a requirement and a must for a kid to come back, like my kids are really great in school. They care about it, so they're going to follow the rules. So you're making it a requirement, and knowing that we're even having any issues, making it we're a test. We're in a test uh, right now, and making it a requirement is for the one whole sector of society. It's it's it was my big push and my big problem with the school. And now my kid's a statistic a stat versus a uh, if I we had the option and we wanted to take it. They, they both had the virus and didn't have. Uh, any reaction to it. So why would I want to go, why am I wanting to vaccinate them with a test vaccination? And now again, we're having the problems with, with this. What is your son's name? Justin, Justin Harrington. And how old is he? He's 21. He was like a sophomore or junior? No, he's, he, he, was, he finished his junior year. He was, now he's going into his senior year at uh, NGIT to be an engineer. Bigger problem with a lot of that too is not only the medical effect, is he's now missing out on uh, doing his internships or any of that kind of thing as well. So it's a, it's a double, a double inconvenience, I guess we'd say, but uh, we don't know what the long-term effects are going to be. So they're saying, you know, six months of meds and no strenuous activity and you know, we'll see what happens. But uh, my, as my son says, and like I said, we brought the light to Morristown Memorial, which you know, I have to say did a great job, but they, I think used it as a case study and now hopefully they'll see it coming in. They're going to see a lot of it coming in because now these kids going to college, if they're being forced, you're going to see an awful lot of this. I have a, three or four friends that their kids had the same exact thing. I didn't have one friend that had a, a kid that had any adverse, you know, or hospitalization or crazy sickness. So that's a disturbing part of all this. You know, the, the important thing here is to absorb data, data, data and is power. As Elon Musk said and stuff like that, it's like, why aren't we putting bad information out there or, you know, one shoe not you know fitting everybody does, that doesn't work so you know as things change or things like this come in we should be be certainly using it and changing course a little bit you know finding out who's more susceptible to this problem etc why are we forcing the the only people that are forced to get this are the one sector of society that doesn't get affected the teachers don't even have to get it it's it's sort of crazy thinking and i understand what they're talking about but we, they wanted to boost herd immunity so when you're boost, bursting herd immunity like Having uh, been around it, most of these kids had it ready, and they didn't even know they had it. Mike, at least my kids. How, how do you know your kids had COVID? 
because when it went back to college, you know, when they were starting to go, the went back, they tested and they he had to do uh, confinement or whatever for ten days, but uh, he didn't lose even taste or smell or anything. Oh, he had an antibody positive but, test. No, they, no, he had no, he had a, he he had the actual COVID test, and they they said he had COVID, and they isolated him and you know his roommates and stuff like that. But none, not one of them had a side effect even. If you if you had said to the school, we have proof that my son had COVID. Uh, no, not at all. I, I know exactly where you go with that. I call, <laughs> okay. I, the most disturbing part is I, go, I call uh, the dean of students at NJIT and I go, I didn't even tell him my kid was uh, I didn't even tell him my kid was in the hospital and you know it was you know serious at that time. I go, you know, I said, listen, I want you. you know, There's more of my kids saying it. I don't want my friends to go through this crap. You know, it's just gonna be six months of you know, crap. So I, I'm talking to the data students and I go, I had all this great information, stats and numbers and, you know, you know, things, you know, I'm talking to him, an educator and he's, he's giving me this stuff back. I go, I know your premise. I know what you're trying to do. I get it. But now we know this, this, and this, you're an educator, you have a medical school. Why are you arguing with me? I go, it should be like, yeah, yeah, Mr. Harrington. Great. That's great information. We're going to re- reconvene and, and look at that. But they're not they're, It's like, you're forcing bad information. Like, that's the dumbest thing in the world. Like, why are you fighting the conversation? My kid had to do it. So what is he? He had an option, what, to not go to school? <laughs> you know, you're a senior, you're going into your senior year. He's already screwed up with his internships and stuff. I mean, he's a real student. Every, how many kids are going to say, no, I'm not going to Penn State or I'm not going to, who's going to say that? You know, they're going to, they're going to be pushed into, forced into it. But not using the, not gathering the information and the statistics and utilizing it properly doesn't make you dumb or stupid or wrong it makes you smarter you know information is power like like we i do a lot of the blockchain stuff and stuff like that we're obviously tracking all this stuff they're not even reporting it properly you know what i'm saying and they're they're worried about people that are going to go like anti-vax or whatever no just give the proper information it it probably you'd probably have more faith in the information government is putting out if you had real numbers that you could trust every time you turn around it looks like they're hiding something or, or whatever but knowing what that affects these you know Young men, especially, but I have two of uh, my friends' daughters that had the same problem. It's crazy. I shouldn't know this many people in this short amount of time that are having this problem. When COVID was around for a year and a half, I go, I didn't hear, I don't have any of my friends with kids that, that oh my God, my son's in the hospital. I, I didn't hear anything. And half of, you know, six, six of my friends, and I don't, I don't have a ton of friends. You know, <laughs> that's too many. That's a bad stat. So, but talking to the guy, I just was like, I felt dumber for the experience. I mean, I, I'm talking to people that work with the vaccine, heart doctors, you know, really smart people. And I'm like, how come I have this information you don't, you know, for med school? So it's like, they're so worried about saying or changing course. There's nothing wrong changing course, but the, the government can't make it mandatory. So either can they, you, 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 one, you're exposing yourself tremendously. I mean, to, you know, you're forcing kids to run into a burning building. You're not sure if you're going to catch a fire or not. So that was the disturbing part. The fact that it's the numbers, you've seen a lot more reporting now about it, but it's like, it's, they're so worried about people not turning course on it, like not, not taking it. They're just, they're willing to take the risk. Okay, we don't know what this is going to do in 10 years or not. That's why, that's why most things go through trials. Well, we're in a human trial now. So you have to change and adjust as you go. Where, how is Justin now? He just, he got the heart monitor. He's got a, you know, sleep sitting up. He, uh, you know, he'll get, uh, if he sleeps laying, he can't, he can't lay down or he'll get, he'll see it, the, the pains. So he'll get, you know, he'll get the occasional, you know, sharp pain in his chest. It's, 
that'll give you, uh, we're having a tremendous anxiety, but somebody that's such a goody two-shoe, you know, student engineer guy, you know, he's that type of kid. You know, you get that, you know, in the middle of the night, you know, it's scary. They say, uh, you know, his heart doctor's a great guy. They, uh, they say, hopefully in you know, a couple of weeks, it'll, inflammation will start going down. You know, he has to stay, uh, they don't want him to exert himself for like three months. You know, we'll see how it goes, but you know, I mean, nobody really knows, right? We'll see, but it's, it's, not, it's probably a little scary for him. What was the first sign that he was sick? Did he get this from his physician or? No, he, he did, uh, he did it, um, I think the local pharmacy or something. He came home, he had the, he got the standard flu-like conditions, which is when you take a vaccine, usually that's part of, that's your immune system starting, you know, so it's, that's normal. And then um, probably, I don't know, 10 hours, 12 hours after the vaccine, you know, he was getting the flu-like symptoms and he started getting, just feeling a little discomfort and another couple hours he came down his like every heartbeat hurt so i started calling on people and you know somebody sent me this uh, myocarditis thing and i hadn't heard of it and i just i looked at it like you know what heartbeating that's pressure that's inflammation so i went and it was i think sunday sunday he got it saturday that was sunday i, I went and got anti-inflammatories and gave him an aspirin i said you know I, you know stayed up all night waiting to see you know how it was going to be. And I already made the decision. I could get him to the house next morning. He had pain down his arms, throat, you know, every, every, it was a little scary. And uh, when we went to the hospital, Morristown, and uh, they did a EKG. I'm looking at the EKG. I seen it was off. And uh, so the place was packed, which scares me too. Cause it was like 75 people beds. There's, there was 150 people in the place. So the, anyway, they took him ahead. They went through, did all the blood work, seen the proteins were higher. And, uh, you know, we had great discussions they had a good team and uh, we got on it and we talked about, you know, I want this reported, blah, blah, blah. We went through the whole thing and uh, I, I hope they hope they did as well. They, he's been there for three days and here we are. He was in the ICU for three days. It was, uh, it was they, they call it the cardiac um, monitoring or whatever it was. Now he has the, a monitor. So when he has a pain, he presses it so they can see time of, you know, what's going on at that moment. He'll have that for another week or so. And then uh, he's got the three or four meds that he has to take every few hours. That's the course of action right now. So it's minor scarring and uh, inflammation around the heart is basically, and that's the disease. But and did, did the doctors who you talked to in the Morristown Hospital, have they seen this? before it was this their first day and that was a discussion i think we sort of enlightened them and they sort of jumped on it i think i think they made this a uh him a position to educate everybody else because he's seen almost every every high-end uh, heart guy in the hospital and they really got on it and treated him pretty well and uh, i just said and as my son said i just don't want this to happen to my friends you know this is terrible he didn't know where he was going at that time it was it was a little dicey because it was he was getting tremendous pain and whatnot and they said, you know what, you're right. And I said, I said, well, how many of these have you had? And the guy's like, well, quite a few, but they're usually associated with, I go, come on. I said, how many right after, after the vaccine? You have to report this because those numbers are so important. Statistics are super important. So, I mean, just like, you know, Elon Musk, he, beautiful, beautiful comments he made. And, and it's like, these, this is weird peer pressure about this thing. It's like, it's okay that every shoe doesn't fit every foot. It's okay to get this information. Like there's a way of delivering and using it properly. You know, that's the terrible part. If we don't have good information, as they say, good in, bad, you know, bad in, bad out, you know, good in, good out. You'd see uh, Joe Rogan for making the same comment I'm making right now. It's not an anti-vax or a political statement. It's knowing that it causes these problems. Everybody dove all over. What's wrong with everybody? 
you know, who are we supposed to believe? We can't believe media. We can't believe government. I mean, that's craziness. I'm not against the vaccine. It's ever a smallpox, ever a polio. It's gotten rid of a lot of things, but this one came out as an emergency vaccine. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying as information comes out, we know we shouldn't be giving it to younger people at 25 and under or people with type of blood or whatever the case may be as the information comes out. They're so worried about saying anything bad that they're, because somebody will stop taking the vaccine. I think that's their mindset. Like they threw like common sense out the window. And we've seen that across the board lately. The bigger problem is who do you believe? What do you say? You know, and I just had a discussion with a, a friend of mine. His daughter was due to get her second second shot. And he's like, you know, he's like, I'm nervous about this. I go, I, I, hey, the cardiologist told me, do not let your second son get the second shot. I said the same thing. I'd rather, I'll take 75%. She's 15 years old. What the hell are we do? What are we worried about her for? You know, well, her mother has MS. I'm like, did your wife get it? He goes, yes. I said, well, that's the one that should have got it. <laughs> What's the difference? Why does a 15 year old have to get it? <laughs> you don't need it. Your wife needs it. That's what I don't get. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm stupid. Who knows? But and it's similar to what, you know, Joe got slammed for. I don't think it's irrational to say what I'm saying is to gather the information. And as it changes, hey, you learn. It's power. Like I watched a guy on channel 12, he's a doctor. He's throwing out wrong numbers, like bad information. Like, like why? And uh, it's like, I, I have the real number. I, I was actually looking at the numbers as he's talking. And he was, you know what I'm saying? He's just throwing stuff out there you know, off, off, his, off the cuff. You don't do that. It, it, they're believing what you say. You know, so it's, it's, there's nothing wrong with that. But the numbers, it seemed like, are the real numbers reported? You know, they're trying to follow the, my son actually went in. The hospital said they reported it, and I, I hope I hope they did. Oh, bears, bears. Okay, so so my son, you know, he's again, he's super diligent. You know, he's he's not me. You know, he's he's super good. At, like he falls through with everything. He filed with them, and uh, your associate said and, and reminded. I was with him at the time. Did they call you back? Uh, no, I didn't even get an email. Nothing. Okay, well they're supposed to be. <laughs> you know, that, uh, she says they're supposed to send a, a reply or they're supposed to call you or something. It seems like there's just not taking it seriously. They're trying to throw a, a cover over it, but that's so stupid. I'm not anti-vax, but it's just, I hate when I see stuff like that. You want that information. It's great to have that information, you know, because you can correct it. You can turn, you know, hey, you might be, it might be certain nationalities. It might be certain blood types. It might be certain things that, that you know, that information that dials down. Again, I deal with blockchain and all that kind of stuff in my business. So I, we can track anything, <laughs> you know, we can, we can do more than I think we're doing here. You know, so if he sends that in and, and we're really trying to investigate this, as your associate said, why isn't he getting a call back? That was a, over a week ago. You know what I'm saying? And this is a hot item right now. We're, we're investigating this. Well, his was one of the, you know, as the doctor said, thank God I was on it and I pre-medicated him. He would have been a real severe case. Where's this going to go? All these college kids right now are just starting to get their first shots. What was it, three weeks or four, a month ago or something we started this, that age group? So, I mean, there's going to be a lot of kids getting their, their second shot, and we're going to see a lot of, a lot of issues. I'm just saying it's, you know, to the schools and whatnot, stop making it mandatory for the part of society that isn't even affected by this. The Lancet did publish a study a couple of weeks ago in which they looked at the risk from COVID-19 from the disease to children between four years old and 16 years old and the death rate was 1.6 per million. And that's so, what, and that's, and I know those numbers good. Like, well, yeah, you don't know those. And also those numbers will have gone way down because now most states are at natural herd immunity. 
So it was Elon Musk was saying too, it was like, hey, these are smart guys. Yeah, let's get the numbers straight. Okay, let's start ripping the num- through the numbers and getting it right. That's very frustrating. You know, the 20, 21st century that we can't get numbers that we can't get. We, we got a, we got AI. We got machine learning. Exactly. That's my business. We own that technology. It drives me nuts. And I'm a stat guy. I mean, just, hey, nine out of 10 dentists surveyed. That's what we heard our whole life, right? So, I mean, the news isn't the news anymore. You know, and again, I always say apolitical and, I, and I'm not anti-vax. I'm really not. This is great. You got this thing out there. You got to hustle. That's awesome. But when you see something happen, they, they had five people with Johnson & Johnson, they stopped the vaccine. Why play it down? How about maybe it's not a great idea. Herd immunity has already been effective with these kids. The test they should be giving is the, you know, the, the um, antibody tests. You know, it's, uh, it's crazy. And I get what they're saying with the, you know, there's a ton of people that, that may need it, but hey, one of them may be worse than the other or better for the other. One may be better for a certain person's type. And as we garner that information, maybe blood types, uh, Johnson Johnson is better, maybe Moderna is better for, uh, for people that, huh. or whatever. You know, and, and maybe, maybe I'm stupid. I don't know. I think common sense isn't so common anymore. And it's uh, like when you can't believe the, the government's spitting stuff out and they're shaming people or, you know, I mean, you look at the Joe Rogan thing, I go, I didn't say anything more than I'm saying. Well, I'm, probably, I, I'm actually saying more probably. They shame the crap out of you. It's like, it shouldn't be that. And gaslighting you. Exactly. Totally. Totally. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, you might get beat up for having this discussion, but I'm not, again, that's why I'm, that's why I'm helping you out and say, I'm not anti-vax. I'm not anti, <laughs> and it's not political. You know, it's not. But I said, if we, Elon Musk and, and Joe Rogan are the two things I watch, like, wow, they think just like I am. How come I'm not seeing any of that? And then, then my son, I got so mad that my ex-wife had my son, you know, got an appointment for him. I just, I asked him to wait and that's all I asked. And then all of a sudden, of course, after he has his problem the next day, I see it in the news. I go, ay, ay, ay. now I'm a stat, you know, or she's a stat. So, and again, he made the, he made the nice comment of like, hey, I don't want my friends to go through. This is terrible. When you're 21, you're getting chest pains, and, you know, you're having a heart attack. Oh, you know, it seems to be a heart attack. God, what would have happened if I wasn't on it? You know, I'm more astute to body function and things like that. I'm like, another friend of ours said his daughter had open heart surgery or something. Like, you know, they waited. You know, and, and so what happens if people are right on top of this? So not educating people on it is I, the first time today. I'm sorry. The first time today I seen something is, hey, if your son, you know, gets a vaccine or daughter, and, you know, they start getting chest pains or, you know, get them right to a hospital. This is the first time I seen it was today. Where did getting, you see that? I think it was on one of the news things or one of the, one, some internet piece. I've been pushing this just to educate, you know, parents and stuff. Just to, and my biggest thing is I just really, I really, like the dean of students, come on, man. You know, it's like, you know, the guy, you're a school. You're a school and spewing crap out. Okay, everybody's already paying for this. Is this how, happens in their class? My son already had to teach himself all last year because of COVID. You know, he's an engineering student. You know, you're not doing labs. You're not doing stuff. So that was tough enough. It's time for the colleges to start putting out decent information too. I guess that's another. I guess you know, now that I think about it, what are we talking about? You know, <laughs> colleges, colleges are pushing agendas, but this is not an agenda you need to push. They have all this data now from Israel that shows that kids are not spreading the virus even when they yeah. they tend to internalize it. They're not coughing. They're not sneezing. No, no. it's not, inside and then, them. <laughs> It's required for the students, but it's not required for the teachers. I'm like, what? You know, the other thing that we now have very good science on, if you're young and you get this, most of the kids are young, 99% of them get it. They don't know. No, Mike, they did not. But 
if you're young and you get it, you now have lifetime immunity and the lifetime immunity is good against all variants. Yeah. And if you get the vaccine, you now have to get the vaccine every year for the rest of your life as the new variants come. Exactly. And, and again, I mean, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not a med school student, but nothing. I go, but I'm like, this is a common sense stuff. I go, you know, I've done everything short of licking doorknobs, for God's sakes. I go, you know, a vaccine, a vaccine, exposure is a vaccine. I was, I barely, you know, I hate, you know, I go to school, I, I, huge family like yourself. I, go, I never got sick because my mother's throwing me out, you know, come back, you know, filthy, dirty, you're exposed. I, I never, you know, never and these guys can't be that stupid. So you lose, you lose your, your confidence in these colleges and the government and, and these, you know, you know I'm going to tell you the doctors were great and they, it seems like I enlightened them almost and they really got on it. You know, and uh, I said, just please use this information. Please get this data down. But then, you know, as your associate called, I got a little disconcerted. I was so excited that he even reported it. He says, supposed to call him back. So, well, there it goes. So good information in, bad information out. You know, it's like, you know, that's the, that's the disconcerting part. Who do you listen to? What do you say? And there's so many, like the three people I just spoke to prior to you, they're like, I don't want to give it to them, but their wife's getting pressure and shaming. You know, people are getting shamed into this thing. You know, it's like, why isn't it we just standing back and like, take a look at this, right? Let's take a, let's take a breather here, okay? You know, and, uh, and, and uh, who's gathering this information? It's not that hard. You, you know, they're not importing a lot of it. How many, how about the kids that aren't getting uh, 100% of the pressure going, you know, that they're, they're not going to the hospital, et cetera. What's going to happen five years from now for these kids? Don't shame people for not wanting their kid to get vaccinated. Well, Timothy, thank you so much for joining us. And- we will all pray for Justin. I hope he recovers. And, you know, thank you for your courage about talking about this. And thank you for your common sense. Well, like you said, we hope uh, people start getting that back again. And again, not political, not anti-vax, just and either are you, I don't think, right? But so just put good information in, good information out is all we're looking for. All right. Timothy Harrington from Rockaway, New Jersey. Thank you very much for joining us. No problem. Have a great day.